Hey guys, hope you're doing well. We are hitting a easy way, a, a tool, a tactic to help you with dating, help you meet people. Set yourself apart from everyone else. That's right. And that's manners. Manners are not very common in America. You can go to social events, church, work, whatever it is. One of the first principles of manners is greeting. You grew up with this. Yeah, I grew up with it. In, in school, we were punished if we didn't greet or say thank you or say please. Um, so it's kind of ingrained from us from young. But you come to America and that's not the case at all. You can go to a church event, sit next to 20 people and not one of them will greet you or ask you your name. And, and thank God there are people who are friendly yes. and, and well-mannered. I'm just saying as a general rule. We've had experiences. <laughs> and so it's hard and awkward in social environments if you do not know how to engage and interact with people. And so manners are the cheat code, manners are the software of how you can operate and engage and interact with more people, have better fun, feel more understood. And feel confident. Feel confident. So here's our tips on manners. Number one, if someone new comes into your event or your space or whatever you're doing, greet them. Say, hello, how are you? My name is Scott. And, you know, the amount of times we've done this where we've greeted someone and I've said, hey, how you doing? My name's Scott. Shake their hand. And they won't tell me their name back. So then you have to literally ask, what is your name? <laughs> it, it's funny, but you might have to even ask people, what is your name? And now that you know someone's name, now you can be curious. Yeah. And you can ask, oh, did you grow up here? What do you do? What are the things you, you do for fun? What are you interested in? It's easy to carry on a conversation with someone. Now, if they're very interesting, now you've just had a wonderful conversation with someone, very interesting, getting to know them. If they're boring, then you can say, well, nice to meet you, good chatting, and... And, and by boring, you mean if, if it feels like you're talking to a brick wall, then you can say nice to meet you and move on. And also another aspect of that is if you do get caught in conversations with people who are droning on and on and on, it's also to okay to be like, well, it's really nice chatting with you. Uh, I'm, I'm going to move on right now. I'm going to... Yeah. I've got some more things to do or people to meet or whatever. And I think with the mindset of, of, of dating or being polite in an effort to set yourself apart or look for guys or girls, doing this, practicing these things in your daily life, it's not just for the person that you're hoping to meet. For me, that was something I noticed about you was watching you, how you interacted with other people when we were all in a group setting. That stood out to me. It really made you stand out to me because I had never seen that come so easily to, to someone. So just you practicing that even on people you don't like. I don't want you to think we're just saying this only for if you like a girl, this is how you interact with her. Make this your lifestyle and that will set you apart. Yeah. Number two, if you forget someone's name, because we all do, it's very hard to remember hundreds of people's names. Say to them, please remind me your name again. There's no problem in that. There's no wrong in that. In fact, most often the person will say to you, and what's your name again? Yeah. Because we don't remember names very well. So something we like to do is if we meet a neighbor or some new person, we'll very quickly after the conversation, write their name down in our notes on our phone, mm -hmm. who they are, where Something we about them. what they said mm -hmm. that is like a conversational thing that we can remember yeah. for next time. Because we got tired of going back to church a week later or going to an event or whatever. Like, oh, what's that guy's this name so again? Awkward. This is awkward. And so in those moments, you humble yourself, you go up to them and like, hey, please remind me your name again. 
there's no problem with that. In fact, it shows confidence. It shows that you're confident to come up to them again. You liked interacting with them last time and you forgot their name. So what is their name? Tip number three, say please and thank you. It's such a simple thing, but when you make a request of someone, say please, would you give me this? Or please, could you do this? And when people do that, say thank you. Thank you for doing this, or I appreciate you doing that for me, or thank you so much, I really appreciated that. These are simple things that are so neglected all around. Please and thank you are very important. And this goes as well with online and social media stuff as well. The amount of times we've gotten messages of just like straight requests, just like, I need this, or give me that, or do this. And it's like, well, how about a greeting? Hi. Hi, <laughs> hope you're doing well. Please could you do this? Thank you. It's a, a, a much, uh, people will be much more happy to help you when you have basic manners. Greeting, hope they're well, make a request with a please and a thank you. Number four is smiling. Having a cheerful countenance will take you a very long way. I think a lot of people think, well, there's two dynamics. Some people think the RBF face is cute and then some people don't even realize that their thinking face or their resting face is an unpleasant face. So be aware of what your face looks like when you are at rest and practice making that a smile because then you will at least look pleasant, which makes you far more approachable than when you look unpleasant. Mm -hmm. And this helps you to be confident in social settings as well. So often we don't know what to do with ourselves if we're standing on our own or awkwardly in a group in a setting group, whatever. smile smiling makes people think oh they're enjoying themselves they're confident when you're going to an event that you feel uncomfortable going to or you know there's gonna be a lot of people and you have a bit of anxiousness something that I found that helps me is if I go it's okay if I'm standing by myself in a room if I'm smiling because then it still looks like you're having a good time so even if inside you feel extremely awkward because nobody's talking to you no one else knows that you feel extremely awkward because you're smiling. It looks like you're just standing there having a good time and no one thinks anything about it. But if you're standing there with a frown on your face, looking upset, looking angry, looking mad, then it's going to be like, oh, wow, like that's really awkward. And then no one's going to want to come up and talk to you. So by smiling, it makes you approachable. It makes you seem yeah. that you're having a good time. And that's the reality of most social events is almost everybody is feeling awkward or anxious or they're not thinking about you. They're not thinking about judging you. They're thinking about themselves and not being judged for themselves. So smile at other people, go and introduce yourself to other people. It makes events far more enjoyable for everybody involved when people can connect and let go of the anxiety because oh, I've spoken to, to this person, I've greeted those people, I've met all the people I need to meet, the anxiety goes down. And if you are a single girl, it makes it so much easier for guys to approach you when you are happy. If you've wondered why, if you look at the course of your life and not a lot of guys approach you, maybe it's because you are unapproachable with your mannerisms without even realizing it. So self-reflect on that. When I'm out in public, do I present myself in a way that a guy who is interested in me would feel comfortable approaching me. Tip number five is do not be loud and obnoxious. This is specifically for the ladies because I feel like in popular culture, it's cute to be loud, obnoxious, disrespectful. To gain attention. Yeah, and I think that's the root. That's a way of gaining attention, but you don't want that type of attention. Cotton Mather has a great line that I'm probably gonna butcher, but he says, a, it's in his book, 
uh, ornaments of a daughter and he says a virtuous woman walks into a room to be seen and not heard and at first I didn't understand that and you explained it to me that it's not an obnoxious drawing attention to herself but it's her radiance and her pleasantness that brings attention to her. She walks into a room to be seen and not heard. And so having that mindset of your confidence and manners will far better help you get the attention that you are seeking for rather than being loud and obnoxious. Unfortunately, there is a stereotype amongst Americans that we are loud and obnoxious. And so when we got married and went back to South Africa, I feel like a lot of people thought you married an obnoxious American and I was like no I don't want anyone to judge me but then we were at a restaurant one night and all of a sudden from across the room you could hear this American girl a very personal conversation that should not have been louder than the person next to her hearing that's how private it was of a conversation we could hear from across the restaurant yeah it was embarrassed like we were embarrassed for her so embarrassed and I wanted to be like you are living in the stereotype mm -hmm. everyone here is judging you and the type of attention you're getting is not the attention that you actually want so keep an even keel tone it's okay to be fun excited mm -hmm. cheerful laugh have a good time just be appropriate <laughs> yeah tip number six on being appropriate is how you dress your dress is part of your manners part of how you respect other people so when you go to a wedding you don't wear jeans and a shirt when you go to church you don't wear shorts and sandals it's out of respect for the people around you that you dress well. And this is something that I didn't realize was by the way you dressed, it shows your respect for the people around you. Because when I was in college, I dressed horribly. I wore those ugly drug rug things. Now that I understand the way you dress is actually a sign of respect for people around you and a sign of respect for yourself. And I don't know how many times I've noticed that when I'm dressed nice and I'm in a grocery store and I need help with something, that the people working there are far go way more out of their way to help me when I'm dressed well than the one who's wearing slippers and pajamas grumpy and is demanding. It takes you a long way to care about your outer appearance and how you are representing yourself, especially again in the realm of dating. You are setting yourself apart from the rest of the, the crowd, especially with girls and, and modesty that you can dress beautifully and in a way that makes your body look nice without exposing things that no one should be seeing except for your future husband. So these are just the basics. There's a lot more to etiquette and manners that you can do a deep dive on. You know, things like guys opening the door for a girl or uh, standing up and giving your seat to uh, the elderly if you're you're in public or standing on uh, the vehicle side of a sidewalk when you're walking with a lady there's tons of different things that will just set you apart because you understand how to interact respectfully with all the people around you and it'll greatly help you to achieve what you want to achieve in life if you are far more respectful uh, and worthy of respect with the people around you and being aware of these things just gives you confidence in social settings because it is easy for me to go into a group and feel anxious, but from me understanding basic manners, it's given me confidence going into a group setting that I'm not gonna embarrass myself. We bless you guys, and we hope that this was a blessing for you. Praise God. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. You can support our channel by leaving a review on Apple Podcast, or if you would like to purchase from our shop, our website is 
homewithkelly.co. We have organic rooibos that we bring in from Scott's home country of South Africa. It is a delicious, no caffeine tea, loose leaf. It is so good, iced or warm. And I also have some vintage home goods in the shop and I make some hand bound journals which are also available. We hope that everything that we share is an encouragement and a blessing to you and your family.